The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. We're continuing our study through the life of Samson, and I come to a subject that I think is most unique, very unusual. Uh, it is plainly in Scripture, and yet it is infrequently discussed, and that is the life of the Spirit in the life of Samson. Isn't it fascinating uh, that God could use a seemingly fleshly man, a carnal man like Samson, to teach us something about the necessity and the sufficiency of the Holy Spirit of God. I must tell you, when I began studying the life of Samson recently, I really marveled that God would use Samson, that the Holy Spirit would come upon him. And then I got convicted because the Holy Spirit said to me, why do you think I work in your life? Why do you think you ever get to be a part of what I'm doing in this world? It's just a reminder that it is all the mercy of God. You find the person of the Holy Spirit all through Samson's story. The first occasion is in Judges chapter 13 and verse number 25. This is in the early years of his life where the Bible says, And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtal. So this is the first occasion where the Holy Spirit begins to move on his life. Now when I think of Samson, I think of flesh. And really, there is this struggle all the way through his life between flesh and spirit. Does that sound vaguely familiar to you? I'm thinking now of the confession of the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans when he says, The good that I would, I do not, and the evil that I would not, that I do. He talks about the struggle between flesh and spirit in his own life. My brother, my sister, if the greatest Christian that ever lived faced the struggle between the spirit life and the flesh life, be very sure that that same battle is going to crop up in your experience. Now, when you think about the life of Samson, every victory in his life was really not about him. It was rather about the Holy Spirit. And every failure in his life uh, was not the failure of the Spirit. It was the failure of Samson. Uh, that's my testimony. Every blot on my story I put there and every blessing in the story he put there. You see, the secret to real strength is always the Holy Spirit. The secret of Samson's strength was not his hair. It was the Holy Ghost of God. It's never what man sees. It's beneath the surface. It's not what people typically give their, give their attention to in the exterior, the appearance of things. No, it's behind the curtain. It's in the secret place. It is in the moving of the Spirit of God on a person's life. And now, there are some differences, of course, between Samson's experience with the Holy Spirit and ours. For example, in the Old Testament economy, the Holy Spirit came upon a man, but also would withdraw from a man. So the Holy Spirit came and went. Uh, I'm very grateful to report to you that in the age of the Spirit, uh, since the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes to live in a man, He comes to stay in that man. Praise God for that. And not only that, but in Samson's day, the Holy Spirit did not come upon every man. Instead, 
Certain people were empowered of the Holy Spirit to accomplish a God-given assignment. And I want to say to you, if you're a Christian today, if you're a, a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, on the day you receive Christ as your Savior, you receive the Holy Spirit as your companion. So I'm not seeking to find the Holy Spirit or to get the Holy Spirit. Rather, I'm acknowledging today as a believer that the Holy Spirit is Christ in me. He is God at hand. He is the, the Lord that lives in my heart. So there are some differences between our experience and the experience of Samson, and yet there are also some lasting principles. It is the same Holy Spirit in Judges 13 that came on the day of Pentecost and the same Holy Spirit that comes to indwell every believer. You see, the Holy Spirit did not begin at Pentecost any more than Jesus began at Bethlehem. And as surely as Samson needed the Holy Spirit, I need the Holy Spirit, and you need the Holy Spirit. May I just ask you, uh, we, we know a great deal about Samson. If I said, tell me about Samson's experience, we could recite certain things we've learned from the life of Samson. But how well do you know the Holy Spirit? The Spirit that came upon Samson. The Spirit that gave him strength and power. This is a day and age for God's people to get acquainted with the Holy Spirit. I'm afraid that sometimes we've allowed people who've gone beyond Scripture to rob us of Scripture. Uh, people who've misinterpreted and misapplied Scripture when it comes to the person of the Holy Spirit. Uh, sometimes we get so frightened about that extremism that we neglect the plain teaching of the Word of God. So let's begin right here in Judges chapter 13, verse 25, the life of the Spirit and the life of Samson with the first occasion. What do we learn about the Holy Spirit, not only for His life, but for ours? Well, the first principle I want you to see is the moving of the Holy Spirit. I love this. Listen to the words of Scripture again. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times. I would say to you that our God is a God of action. In fact, I believe I can tell you He is always on the move. He is always advancing in the words of the great missionary Hudson Taylor. So God is up to something in this world. He moves into our life on the day that we receive Christ as Savior. He moves around what He needs to move around. And He moves on a man. He moves on a family. He moves on a church, on a community to accomplish what He wants. I'm afraid sometimes in modern Christianity so much movement is not the moving of the Holy Spirit, it's the moving of flesh. It may be religious flesh. It may be dressed up flesh. It may be moral flesh. But it's still the power of flesh and not the power of the Holy Spirit. And I want to say to you today, we need the moving of the Holy Spirit of God. As a matter of fact, this word where it says the Spirit of the Lord began to move him is first found in Genesis chapter 1. The very first time we're introduced to the Holy Spirit is not in the New Testament. It's not even in Judges. It's on the very first page of your Bible. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Let me pause there for a moment. That does not sound encouraging. Does that sound promising to you? The earth was empty, without form, and void, and darkness is upon the face of the deep. So there's chaos, there's darkness, and there's emptiness. Now listen to the rest of the verse. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God's moving is what set the whole earth in perpetual motion. Think what a move of God could set in motion today. 
But here the Bible says the Spirit of God was moving upon the face of the waters, literally brooding over the waters. Remember that God is a Spirit. And so He was on the move from the very beginning. And when He began to move, guess what He produced? He produced light. Instead of emptiness, He brought fullness. Instead of chaos, He brought order. Instead of darkness, He brought light. We live in an age today that is marked by emptiness, darkness, and lack of order. But my friend, instead of discouraging you, that ought to encourage you to get acquainted with the person of the Holy Spirit. Because that's the very moment the Holy Spirit loves to begin His greatest work. Oh Lord, step into our emptiness, our darkness, our chaos. Create something beautiful out of nothing. Touch our life. Move upon us at this time to accomplish what you desire to accomplish in our lives. Remember, Samson's name meant sunshine, light. You see, the Holy Spirit's intention was that in moving on his life, it would produce light in a dark world. Let the Holy Spirit of God move on you today and pray that the light of God will shine through the darkness. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.